Welcome to a court of fairies and fangirls. I'm Alex. And I'm Sarah. And this is a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast where we are obsessed with her books and can't stop thinking about them or talking about them. So we figured why not record us thinking and talking about it. We're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc. And maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Um, This is another week of a main episode, episode 12. We are flying this book Mm -hmm. um this week we're going to talk about chapters uh 56 through 61 and we're calling this episode sweetheart Mm. um but before we dive in Mm -hmm. just a reminder yep um it's not too late Mm -hmm. to join our book club yes um our book club is this upcoming sunday and the way you get to participate in that is if you join our fam level membership Mm -hmm. on our patreon um the book is uh the serpent and the wings of night yep by carissa broadbent and it's a great book it's an easy read Mm -hmm. really you can fly through this and it's on kindle unlimited too so easy access as well so like i said it's not too late if you want to sign up knock out that book this week on like one or two like solid reading nights Mm -hmm. and then join us on sunday but we are so excited for our first book club so excited it's gonna be so much fun yep um so just wanted to remind y'all that Mm -hmm. that is a thing yeah um and then also just generally want to thank everybody who has supported us with the last etsy launch Mm -hmm. um it means the world we're gonna keep keep doing fun things and keep putting stuff out there so if you have any like ideas or feedback or thoughts please reach out to us let us know we we're just so grateful so grateful yeah um any other announcements or thoughts no, no. let's dive in let's. i know we like overburdened you guys with announcements last week that's true we're gonna we're gonna streamline streamline this week <laughs> um all right chapter 56 yep and i'm using my light it up bookmark and it just every time i like take it out i'm like oh what a beautiful bookmark we have <laughs> um okay sorry i'm obsessed with our things um chapter 56 bryce and hunt video chat with ember and randall mm-hmm. what were your thoughts I think Hunt does a pretty good job of chatting with Bryce's parents. Yes. Um, and it's very smooth of him to bring up her leg in front of Ember. I was ah. like, you are brilliant, sir. Manipulative. Yes. So, I love it. And um, I love her parents, too. I just thought. I love them. Especially Randall. I yeah. I love Randall so much. Yes. Because you can, like, you hear a sniper and you'll think one thing. Mm-hmm. But it's like, he also just seems like a dad. So much like a dad. <laughs> yes. So, anywho. Um, so they video, video chatting with Bryce's parents and Randall instantly recognizes who Bryce like sort of roommate is. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's kind of, you know, trying to keep calm, keep cool. Like, yeah. but obviously, I mean, he knows who Hunt is and what Hunt has done. Yep. Um, because crazy enough, Randall was there that day that Hunt led this battalion into battle. Well, which not not the 200 year old. Yeah. war. No, this was like another when he was under Sandriel's control. Correct. So he's seen the bad things Hunt has been forced to do. Right. So not the honorable. No, leading the work. battalion. No. Yeah. And like the one of the main things about this 
specific thing that Randall remembers is that, you know, Hunt and Pollock's, we kind of learned that they don't get along. We knew they didn't like each other. Yeah. But during this battle, Hunt was forced to kill people, like take no survivors. Yep. But, you know, he's trying to do it as quick as possible. He wants to yep. end these people's lives so they don't have to suffer. Whereas Pollux is getting as many people as he can to torture them for as long as possible. And Hunt goes and he just kills all of the people that Pollux has, you know, taken so that they don't have to suffer anymore because yeah. he can't bear it. And, you know, Hunt is in trouble because of this. Like, yeah. he gets punished for trying to help end these people's suffering. Like, it's yeah. it's just terrible. But it makes me love Hunt even more. Yeah, it does. He did his best. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think it's interesting. <laughs> like, Ember is just kind of, like, observing this. Yes. And then she just goes, why is hunt athalar your roommate yeah. and i think it's interesting how at the this beginning portion they're almost talking about him like he's not there right and it's like he's right there mm-hmm. you just yes I don't know. um and so you know bryce lies right mm-hmm. well he like he kind of smidges the he gives her as much as possible which i appreciate yes ish. that's true um but she definitely does like not believe it at all and she's no. pushing back on some things but randall is like no like let's just like let this go let's move on it is what it is like let's go let's talk everything else but exactly so he does a really good job of diffusing kind of mm-hmm. changing the subject and getting it to be like a normal right. phone conversation mm-hmm. which i love how ember's like what was the last time you cleaned She's yeah like, 20 minutes ago mom like it's finally yeah starting to transition into that Mm -hmm. and they seem like cool parents yeah um but then hunt asks ember he's you know they've had like this nice combo and so i feel like bryce is a little bit at ease and then he kind of slips in he's like have you ever tried to get bryce to go to the medwitch for her leg um because he notices that she keeps like rubbing it constantly and ember and bryce both freeze um and her parents are freaking out they're like what's wrong with her leg what do we not know and like Bryce is like, there's nothing wrong. I'm fine. Like, why would you say anything? And it's just, it's so typical of like yeah. a mother and daughter yeah. bickering battle. It's so funny. It um, is. But Hunt basically says that he thinks there might still be venom from the demon in her leg. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's actually like a great theory. It's not just, you know, that it was injured and incorrectly yep. sewn up. Um, but Bryce is pissed and she basically just like ends the call. Um, but only to talk to her mom right afterwards like yeah i think just, it's funny how her mom like gives her a call aside like what, what, what just happened like, yeah what are you telling me um and she's just worried about bryce she's a mom yeah. um and she basically just wants her to go see a medwedge try to get it fixed um but she's freaking out to when she was controlled by the autumn king she just yeah. feels like you know is this is hunt being this domineering alpha hole like veneer male and bryce is like no he's not like that but she's just worried that the same result is going to happen for bryce right um but something speaking of being an alpha hole she's like when he brings it up to her parents Mm -hmm. and they're trying to like get her to do something yep she's kind of calling hunt that and hunt says we're partners partners look out for each other if you won't listen to me about your god's damn leg then maybe you'll listen to your parents and i love Mm -hmm. Obviously, there's a lot of different things budding. Right. Right. But at minimum, they're partners. And he says it out loud in front of her parents. It's We're partners. I know. I love that. Ah! Um, Let's see. So Ember gives a good old fashioned mom warning, Mm -hmm. um, which is understandable. For sure. But um, she seems to I, I do still appreciate how 
she like is kind of warning, but she's also she does trust Bryce. And right. So she's like, mm-hmm. you know, you've got this, but also I'm scheduling you a midwitch appointment. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like that classic like dance of a mom where mm-hmm. it's like, I'm gonna help you, I'm gonna make you do a few things, but I'm gonna trust you on everything else. Right. Kind of vibe. Yeah, but she does say to her, she's as she's making the appointment, she's like, just because Danica died doesn't mean you need to suffer too. <laughs> and that's just I mean, she's striking at the heart yeah. of what it is. She's she sees Bryce. She knows what yeah. she's doing. Um, that was really it for that chapter. Yeah. Anything else? I think so. Okay. Chapter 57. Yep. Uh, Bryce shares the story of Randall and Ember. What'd you notice? Um, I mean, we also get how, like her whole scar story, we get her to open up about that and we kind of assume, but I think it's good to finally know for sure that she's basically punishing herself as a reminder of everything. So. But I love Ember and Randall's story, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she opens up this chapter by saying you're a fucking traitor, Athelar, which. I mean. But also, remember how just yesterday you summoned uh, Prince of Hell and didn't tell him, like, <laughs> y'all are even. Yes. You're even. Yeah. Um. But no, like you mentioned, she starts going into, like, why she never got it fixed. And I think it's kind of a dumb reason. Mm-hmm. But to each their own, she says. Because once that wound is gone, once it stops hurting, then Danica's gone. The pack of devils is gone. It will all be some memory, some dream that happened for a flash and then was gone. But the scar and the pain, I can't let it be erased. I can't let them be erased. And I'm just like, Bryce, they're gone now. Right. Like, they are gone. Yeah. You not being in pain every single day. Right doesn't change, change the memory that. like you have literally photos everywhere you think seeing those photos every day isn't gonna just jar your memory you think yeah having to step and have pain that's what's gonna keep well, them alive like well no. you also shouldn't have your like link to thinking about them be pain when no. ultimately it was joy it was joy i know i think it's stupid but that's i i there are people that are i yeah. it just reminds me of nesta behavior a little bit very you know self-destructive on yourself Mm-hmm. so um yeah i didn't care for that either yeah but um hunt kind of winds up talking about his mother um oh no excuse me he talks about how her mother can't bear to see her in pain and neither yep. can he which i was like you're so sweet um and she says we barely know each other he says you're my friend if you would like me to be <laughs> <laughs> and she says didn't you know Athelar? we've been friends from the moment you thought jelly jubilee was a dildo true story and i just I love it. They're partners, they're friends. And it's, it's like, he was, you know, so vulnerable in saying that, like if, yeah. if you want to be friends and yeah. she confirmed it. So I think there's way more security in their vulnerability for mm-hmm. each other, which I think is really good that they both know where they stand. Yeah. I also think it's interesting just quickly referencing like Akatar. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is the first like more natural like development of a relationship yes. from friends that mm-hmm. we've seen yeah. from SJM. Mm-hmm. Like it's been a lot of like enemies to lovers right. kind of thing. But these two, like I think just like genuinely mm-hmm. have been friends. Right. And it's just, I don't know. We just don't see that very much. I know. And I mean, I guess some people might say it's an enemies to lovers because she didn't want to be in his company but it's not a typical enemies to lovers this was like a forced friendship almost yeah to lovers whatever you call that i just I, it feels like a very like natural progression where it i does. feel like some of the other couples it's like there's been meeting and then it's been like oh yeah 
love i know i totally agree yeah this spice is fire all the things much more natural progression kind of feels like that mm-hmm. anywho um and so hunt says that like you know he likes he likes her mom which yeah. i do too um and asks how her mom and dad met mm-hmm. and we get the epic love story that is yeah randall and ember mm-hmm. um so her mom um found out that she was pregnant from yep. her biological father with bryce and she ran so she ended up at a temple to Cathona, um, and the priests there were kind of taking care of them. Bryce was born there. They mm-hmm. lived there for three years, which is kind of funny to think. I mean, of course, Bryce doesn't remember that because you don't right. remember anything from that age. But it's interesting that she yeah. lived there for like three years. Like, oh, you grew up in a temple. Right. At birth. You were born there. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, oh, I wonder if that, if she, she was born in Cathona's temple, I wonder if that ties mm. into anything in the future. Um but anywho, so it just got to a point where um, he, like, her her biological father, who we know is the Autumn King, kind of heard a child was born, mm-hmm. starts hunting them down. Yes. So they're on the run. They head to a different temple, Solus's temple. Mm-hmm. And they kind of, you know, were being taken care of there a bit. But they were going to transport Bryce and Ember to almost like an embassy mm-hmm. for humans. Yes. Um, and so they were going to do that and they thought, what better person to escort them than Randall. Right. Who Randall had been a sniper mm-hmm. and basically was decided to start becoming a priest yep. and was a, like a couple weeks away from taking his mm-hmm. priest vows right. when they did this. Um, and they thought, well, he's human, mm-hmm. you know, he's a warrior, so he'll, you know, be, help keep them safe on this transport. We'll send them off. Yep. Eventually, some phase hunting caught up. Mm-hmm. Randall and Ember took care of it, fell in love. Yep. And it even, like, it said, after that, it says, The House of Earth and Blood literally deemed my mother a vessel for Cathona and Randall a vessel for Solus and blah, blah, religious crap. And it basically <laughs> amounted to an official order of protection that my father didn't dare fuck with. And Randall finally went home, bringing us with him, and obviously didn't swear his vows. And they proposed by the end of the year. So yeah. there's also this like blessing on their marriage because mm-hmm. of their associations with the two temples. Right. So just like interesting, but also epic. It is epic. So yeah, we love them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're just like sitting in bed together and watching reality tea, reality tea, reality TV. <laughs> um, and he said all of it felt natural. He let himself settle into that feeling. And wasn't that the most dangerous thing he'd ever done? No, breaks my heart. I know. All right, chapter fifty-eight. Bryce and Hunt visit the meat market. Omg, what the friggin' heck? Danica Uh, is selling synth. What? 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 Okay, Danica Fender. Oh, Danica. All right, so. Hunt and Bryce. Yeah. So this opens up with them at the meat market. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Hunt is being a little bit of a mother hen and saying, you know, don't don't think I don't know. We're missing a bedwitch appointment right now. Right. One that Ember had scheduled. But, mm-hmm. you know, we're moving on. And she goes, I don't remember giving you permission to shove your nose into my business. And he goes, we're back at that. I think cuddling in front of the TV allowed me to at least be able to voice my opinions without getting my head bitten off. And that just cracked me up. Yeah. Um, so they're asking around the meat market. It's, they went during the daytime and nobody seems to be able to share any information. 
Right. Um, and Hunt is kind of asking her what she wants. Um, like if she wants a guy that has no opinion or asks anything of her or challenges her. And she's like, no, of course not. But I definitely think it's hard for her since she sees what her mom's been through. Yeah. Um, but Hunt kind of reminds her, you know, like Randall has an op- like an opinion and he challenges your mom. And I think it's just trying to get her to see perspective yeah. that, you know, he's not he's not her dad or yeah. her biological dad. I mean, um, so I thought it was a good conversation that they had. Yeah. Um, but they're walking, just walking around and they walk by an opal vendor um and hunt winds up buying a white opal which represents joy or like luck of joy yeah um and he takes bryce's hand and he gives it to her as a gift because he says she could use some joy um don't believe it's so sweet so sweet so sweet i love it oh yes but okay and this is precious Mm -hmm. and bryce treasures this and i feel like we would treasure it yeah but then Hunt, in his mind, starts thinking about Shahar, because mm-hmm. love, connection. Yep. But he says, Shahar would have smiled at the opal and forgotten about it soon after. Mm-hmm. That goes back to my thing of, like, how... Did, did she, she love you? Did she love him? No. I don't think so. I don't think so. Because that... but And I think he's starting to wonder that, too. Yeah. Or at least realize it a little bit more. Yeah. So it's like, maybe it's like, there was love, but he doesn't have to be, like like i can't love anyone ever again exactly yeah growth all right so they end up chatting with a feline shifter Mm -hmm. and she's so funny because bryce is trying to like play a game and the feline shifter's like we have a group chat like everybody knows what you're doing yeah you're not clever you're not clever (laughs) um but she gives her a little bit of information from the viper queen herself yes basically they don't deal in synth synth is not a thing here but she should go have a conversation with the mayor Mm-hmm. it's like okay yeah all right we're going and she bryce like instantly goes sends a letter to therian with one of the otters um to come chat she's yep. like no we're not waiting around i'm not messing around anymore this is we're going straight to the source right um and he comes very quickly it seems mm-hmm. like um and she just dives right in she's like who's selling synth in the river he says not in legs on the river she says so it's true then it's it's what uh, a healing drug that leaked from a lab who's behind it and he says danica fender the intel came in a day before her death she was spotted doing a deal on a boat just past here what excuse me what um that's a big deal I feel like in Agatar, I always said freaking Ianthe, but I feel like I need to say freaking Danica. Yeah. Because this girl, all of her secrets, what is up with her? What is happening? How did she sell synth? Yeah. I, I don't understand. She stole a horn, sell synth. This does not make sense. This is not the person Bryce was friends with. Yeah. As far as she knew. Yeah. Crazy. All right. Chapter 59. Mm-hmm. Bryce gives Fury a call. Yeah. That. What'd you notice? Um, so maybe the Medwitch is making some progress, which I mean, hopefully she can make an antidote that will hopefully, that will hopefully make the situation a whole lot better. Yeah. It's kind of my hope. I'm like, if she can make an antidote, we don't have to be as worried about synth, but even still, I'm not optimistic at this point. No. Um, and you know, this chapter just picks up right where we left off Mm -hmm. and she's like, what do you mean? Like Danica was selling synth. 
And Therian does admit, he goes, I don't know if she was selling it or buying it or what, but right before Sin started appearing on the streets, she was spotted on an auxiliary boat in the dead of night, and there was a crate of synth on board. I mean, that's not, that's kind of damning. Kind of. But, but Bryce like, obviously takes the opposite approach. Yeah. Or um, it's like, maybe she confiscated it, maybe. She's convinced that she was confiscating it, that yeah. Bryce, or that Danica would never be buying or selling. Right. Never. And it's like, well, maybe she was killed by whoever was creating the synth. Like, yeah, it goes down this whole trail of like, absolutely not. It could never be Danica. Right. Um, but we learned that it had started off being used for healing, but then somebody figured out that in small doses, it could make humans stronger than veneer, mm. which is crazy because I, I mean, that could totally impact the war. Yeah. Like that's a massive thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but Bryce is just so confused as to why Danica would have never mentioned this to her. She's kind right. of just totally in her head about it. Yeah. So she gives Fury a call. Yeah. Which shocking. I thought was interesting. Mm hmm. Um, and Fury actually answers. Yes. Very surprising. (laughs) Even more surprising. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Bryce kind of admits that, not Bryce, sorry. Fury admits that she's like between jobs. So, you know, like she goes, what's like, what's up, B? I'm, I'm here. Yeah. Um, and she said, did Danica ever mention synth to you? And Fury's response is, who told you about synth? So you're like, um, you're not answering that question. Not answering that question. And, you know, Fear just keeps talking about how, like, it's dangerous, really dangerous. Don't fuck around with it. Because I think she still thinks Bryce is just as a party girl. Like, she has right. no idea what Bryce has been dealing with or that she's investigating anything. No. Um, and she's like, I'm not. Like, if you bother to <laughs> take my calls or visits, like, you would have known that. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, look, I wanted to know if Danica had ever mentioned synth to you before she died because she didn't mention it to me. And then there's a pause. And she mm-hmm. goes, she did, didn't she? And, you know, Fury kind of admits that, like, Danica knew that there was some nasty shit being sold. Like, Fury also knew it existed. It was that night at the White Raven, the night Danica died. Someone offered it to her right. there, which is crazy. And she, Bryce is just like, why would you not mention this? Mm-hmm. And Fury's like, well, a demon ripped her to shreds. It didn't feel relevant right. anymore, which... I mean, like, I guess. Right. And she's also like, I did tell you not to buy synth. Like, it was dangerous. Like, I told you with the White Raven. Yes. Um, But, like, Bryce, like, obviously is not trying to, like, give away what she's been doing. But. Right. She's frustrated. Mm -hmm. But she's like, why would Danica not have told me? Mm -hmm. And Fury says, Danica didn't want to tell you because she didn't want you getting near it, even thinking about trying synth. So apparently Danica was concerned since Bryce is a half fae, doesn't have much power. Right. That she might use it and go crazy. Go crazy. Mm-hmm. And like actually try to leverage it to boost her power. Right. Which like maybe Bryce just never cared about power though. Like No, but it also I feel like Bryce might have just been like, ooh, new drug. Let's go. Let's try. Like, and if you tell me no, I'm gonna do it. So maybe. I mean, she did say that she was a mess back then, but also, like, I don't know. I that might also be selling her short. Right. I agree. And I'm like, you're her friend. Her best friend. Why would you assume that that's like she would do that worst thing? I feel like if you're honest with her, just be like, hey, this has crazy side effects. Yeah. Like it could, you know, it could kill you or you could be super addicted. I feel like Bryce isn't going to mess with it. She just wants to go have fun. Like that's her whole thing. It's confusing. It's like, you know, I have a shopping addiction, Yeah, but that doesn't mean you won't 
like if something cool comes up, you're not going to show it to me. Right. You won't talk to me about shopping. I it's know. like, no, like, yeah, you, there's different ways to help your friend without being weirdly secretive about it. I agree. Like, what if you never told me about anything you bought ever again because you think <laughs> I have a shopping problem? Like what? I, yeah. It makes no sense. No, it's very bizarre to me. I don't think it's handled correctly by either of them. I don't think either of them are very good at being right. friends. But Fury says her goal was to protect you always, even from yourself, which sounds like an alpha hole thing. Yeah. In all does. honesty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Fury tells her that, you know, she's going to be at the summit in a couple of weeks and she'll see Bryce then. Yeah. Um, and Bryce is kind of like done with this conversation and over it. So right. she hangs up and then she calls Rune mm-hmm. um, to ask if she can if the medwitch knew how or why the synth was on the streets um he's like no uh but that she is more concerned about its origins and an antidote and she thinks that she might be able to use the crystallis venom that she got from hunt to create the antidote which is super interesting yeah um and really impressive too um so i was just yeah i'm i'm impressed with this medwitch yep um so bryce is kind of just like scrolling online looking up anything she can about synth or synthetic magic she kind of notices that redner industries actually filed a patent for it like 10 years ago but she's like well that's way before danica and all this mess started so is it even related yeah um but rune winds up telling her that he thinks it's admirable that bryce is still looking into this for danica and for the pack after so long um but she says that she has to because her boss is, like, forcing her to. But he's right. like, no, like, you would have done it anyway. And I just, again, I love Rune. The guy's so appreciative and so honest. And he just, he sees Bryce. And she's terrible to him. Ugh. Yeah. So annoying. Um, And then Rune kind of tells her, which I think is really funny, that apparently Danica actually beat him up a couple years ago. I was like, what? Danica did? This was before she made the drop. Apparently, they ran into each other um, at Redner Industries, uh, and she—I don't know—they said he said something, somebody said something. Bryce got brought up, and Danica got pissed at him for how he treated her all those years ago. So she just started beating him up, and Declan had to step in to intervene, which I just think is absolutely crazy. Yeah. So, uh, chapter sixty. It's Danica's birthday, uh, and Bryce's celebrations are disrupted by Amelie's antics. OMG. Like, so mean. Poor Bryce. I felt so bad for her. Seriously. She's just trying to celebrate her best friend's birthday, like, only to be reminded how much everybody hates her. It's just, like... It's so sad. I go back to the question of, like, do you have nothing else better to do with your time? I don't. I don't understand wild i know um so bryce fills in hunt on basically everything that she learned from rune and her theory about danica working at redner industries and you know maybe discovering the synth there or something um but she's now trying to log into redner industries using old login information or like trying to guess it which i think is i mean that's awesome if you can figure that out yeah do you think you could guess my password no no i'm i i'm that person that's like (laughs) You know, ABC one, two, three, like oh, what can hilarious. I remember? That's, that's actually not my password. Don't try it. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody try it. Nobody try my password. Um, but no, I, I'm not creative or mm-hmm. no, I probably cannot. I mean, I assume people use spouse or child names and yeah. birthdays. So maybe if that's the case, okay. <laughs> I no, mine is mine is random. Yeah. And I don't, it's just in my head mm-hmm. and it's just random. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. 
It is not. Um, but there, I ha- there have been times. My work is so annoying. Mm-hmm. It like every like I feel like three months. Oh, like, you got to change your password. Change again. your password. Yep. And then th- they will tell me I've picked too easy of a password, and I'm like. <laughs> It's random. Yeah. Like. Just because it's a word. Like nobody's going to guess this word. Like if it's grasshopper, nobody's going to guess grasshopper. And I'm not even doing like just spelling out the word grasshopper. Right. Like I'm mixing it up. Yeah. There's like capitals, lowercase, numbers, all the things. All the things. Yes. And they're like too easy. And I'm like, what do you (laughs) think is easy? Anyway. Yeah. I usually just add another number to mine. So it'll be like grasshopper one and then change it grasshopper one, two. And then we go till we hit like four and then we pick a new word and then we start again. That's hilarious. again. Grasshopper is not my password, but don't try it. <laughs> um, well, but I do think it's funny that her username is defender. I love that. That's her username. I think yeah. that's so like, I mean, obviously it's her name, so right. she can't like pick that. But the fact that she Convenient. is defender is amazing i love it yeah um so bryce's theory basically she said the horn could possibly be healed by the synth in a large enough dose synthetic magic has obsidian salt as one of its ingredients the crystallis can be summoned by obsidian salt the crystallis was bred to track the horn the crystallis's venom can eat away magic the medwitch wants some venom to test if it's possible to create an antidote to synth with her magic or something and i'm like that's like all these things like track yeah and it's surprising that like all I, I didn't think this is where we were headed. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Again, it's like, a what is the genre of yes. this book? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. So Bryce wants to summon the demon, which you should never want to summon a demon um, to try to get some of the venom so yes. that, um, you know, they can try to make an antidote. But Hunt obviously freaks out because you should not want to you know, summon a demon. He says, I can't fucking handle myself, Quinlan. Not if you might be in danger. And like, no, I love it. I love it. Um, uh, but I, I do, I do like Hunt's um, sensibleness here. Yes. He's like, let's think. Mm-hmm. Cause like, maybe there's another route. Right. Uh, Bryce wakes up with her period. I like that all of SJM's books, all these poor women have to suffer with periods. Like, could you not like, couldn't you just make it really fantasy and not have these poor women have to suffer? I know. I know. I just thought that was, I was like, really? Really? Um, and Hunt, but I just thought it was funny because Hunt smells blood when she like gets up and he's like checking her out. Like, is she okay? Where is she bleeding? And she's like, yeah, no, not that kind of blood. That's <laughs> hilarious. I appreciate his like attentive care. I do. Yeah. That's very kind of him. It was very kind. But she has meetings today. So she says she can't go look for the horn. But like he could definitely tell that she's lying and that something's off. But he doesn't really push it. Yeah. And so we're at the gallery and apparently uh, BB is being mean today. Mm -hmm. But we we do not blame our periods for our our actions. Um, And that stupid knock is still there and just harassing. Uh, Lahaba and Bryce and Lahaba says he wants to kill you too. You ignore him and he hates that. And I'm just like, can you like understand like mind speak with this? Like, is like, that something that's not, like, I don't know. Like, I wonder why she, I mean, obviously it's super creepy, right? But she's speaking like she's like, she knows what it's thinking. Yeah. I know. It's so, very interesting. It was very interesting. <sighs> but so she's just in a horrible mood. She won't let hunt in. She's in a quote foul spirit. Yeah. 
Um, and Lahaba asks her if she's ever thought what it would be like without the Asteri. And Bryce like freaks out because there's like cameras everywhere. Um, and Lahaba says Athy would talk to her about it, which, you know, Bryce replies. She says, Athy is a slave with little left to lose. And Lahaba says, don't say such things, BB. There is always something left to lose. Mm. I mean, it's so true. Yeah. So it just, I, she's just not in good spirits today. She is not. And we come to find out why. Yeah, so like Hunt's like Loki following her, mm-hmm. follows her to a bakery. Yep. And she like goes and she sits by, you know, the river and is like opening this up and Hunt comes sits by her and she tells him that it's Danica's birthday today. <laughs> it's her 25th birthday and like nobody texted her. Like that's why she was obsessively checking her phone yeah. because she just wanted somebody to acknowledge like today sucks, you know. Yeah. And nobody did, like not her mom, not her friends. It's just sad. It is sad. Uh, but she bought a box of chocolate croissants because those were Danica's favorite. Which, same. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And it's so sweet. I think that's such a sweet way to, like, remember yeah. and honor your friend mm-hmm. on her birthday. Yeah. But um, it goes awry. Yes. Very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, um, okay, so well, before it goes awry, yeah. so Hunt starts telling her um, that Shahar was basically what Danica was for her. Shahar was for him. Mm-hmm. He said she was like the sun that brought life to his life. And when she was gone, it just went away. But he will always love her for bringing him out of his grief after his mom died, which I was like, maybe we're starting to understand more the kind of love that we had for Shahar. Maybe it wasn't yeah. like in love with her. It was just love for the cause, love for like bringing the grief, like getting out of grief from his mom. So yeah. like maybe this is some perspective. Um, but she tells him, she says, you know, we're mirrors um, and yeah. no issue with the Umbra Mortis being your emotional twin. And she says, that's what they call you, but that's not who you are. And he says, who am I? She says, a pain in my ass. You're my friend who watches trashy TV with me and puts up with my shit. You're the person I don't need to explain myself to. Not when it matters. You see everything I am and you don't run away from it. And I just. That's nice. That's nice. Like they're emotional mirrors. I feel like Bryce is really opening up to him and just really being very vulnerable compared to how she's been the past two years. Yeah. And it's because he gets it. Yeah. So. I love it. I love it. But then, as you were saying, she opens the box. Uh, and uh, apparently on top of the um, chocolate croissants written in like a chocolate drizzle is the word trash. Mm. It's like, what? Like, Why? It's so unnecessary. Why? So unnecessary. So obviously this, what is meant to be a sweet, solemn ritual is just ruined. Right. She's like trying not to cry, but you're like... I mean, you cry, Bryce. You cry over this because it's ridiculous. That's terrible. Terrible um, people. And he like realizes it was Amelie and he just like takes off before Bryce can persuade him not to go. Yeah. He's just furious on her behalf. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. What's about what to are you going to do? So he finds um, Amelie in a bar mm-hmm. in Moonwood. And he, like, there's no pause, there's no question, mm-hmm. there's no, v- like, verbal anything. He just, like, goes and goes for the throat. Yeah. <laughs> immediately. It sounds very intense. Yeah. Well, it's funny because it's, like, he, he walks in and Amelie's, like, looking at the door and she's expecting Bryce and she sees him and she's kind of startled. And then, you know, he's throwing her against the wall, choking her. And she's terrified and he's like yeah. sending his lightning power into her. Like he's not messing around. No. At all. 
No. Um, and he basically he tells her like, I'm like, bitch, you're lucky he's a slave. Oh yeah, for sure. But he's like, you will never speak to her, never even think about Bryce again. And she is obviously like, okay, yes, <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. And Ethan, Ethan's there, which. Mm-hmm. Um, he asks like what's going on and he sees the box because Hunt brought the box mm-hmm. with him and he like pieces everything together and it says his face had gone from horror to something near grief and it's just like it breaks my heart I love Ethan I know like I don't think Bryce is pissed at him or maybe she is because of how he treated her at Moonwood but I mean she kind of deserved it but I just my heart breaks for him because that was his brother and like his pack yeah and they died like, Bryce is technically like the only person yeah he has that connects them to yeah to them in that way yeah you know mm-hmm. so hunt says like you leave her the fuck alone forever you're all pathetic and he just takes off back home yeah and uh, so he comes home and apparently like bryce was waiting for him mm-hmm. on the roof and she was talking on the phone with somebody and she was talking on the phone with Isaiah. So apparently she was like super freaked out trying to figure out mm-hmm. where Hunt was. Well, she was so worried that he was going to get in trouble for her. Right. Which is just, it's so sweet. Everything's so sweet. Yeah. But also like accurate, like Hunt, like I understand. Yeah. You're pissed on her behalf, but mm-hmm. like you are a slave. Right. It's dangerous what you're doing. Um, Yeah. So basically... Next morning, um, Bryce actually calls the Medwitch, um, and she tells Hunt that she knows where they can get some more Crystallis venom from. And I'm like, oh, snap. Are you going to get your leg checked out finally? Finally. All right. Chapter 61. Yep. Last one. Last one today. Uh, Bryce and Hunt visit a Medwitch. Oh, my gosh. Bryce and Hunt. Oh, my uh, gosh. He kisses her, and they are, like, so in love. I'm so convinced. It's so tender. It's, it's like, all oh, so tender. The most tender kiss ever. I love it. I love it. Uh, okay. So we so, start. Bryce is at the Medwitch office and yes. invites Hunt back into the room with her. And it's the same Medwitch yes. that Rune's been talking to mm-hmm. that wants to do the tests with the Venom. That we still have no name for. Still have no name for. Yes. Um, and she's like asking Bryce questions about the wound. Um, and Hunt kind of steps in and he starts explaining how he was here or he was there and he did it. Um, yeah. She didn't know that Hunt was the one that did it to her, which I thought like earlier in the book that he thought she knew or like recognized that he was the one that did it and I guess like she never did it must have just been his perception of what had happened but she was very surprised um I think she was more so surprised how like upset he was about it yeah that's probably he really like remembered that moment yeah I don't know but she says that um, this is the medwitch. She's saying that because the wound is old, she can't use the leeches to get it out like she did with Hunt. Um, mm-hmm. So she's going to need to use her own magic. And she says it's going to hurt. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's never good when somebody like preemptively is like, no, this is going to suck. There's no there's no way around this. Yeah. She said like local anesthesia can't help. Mm-hmm. She said like, you know, we can go like put you under. But Bryce is like, no, let's let's do it now. Yep. Let's get it done. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yep. Um, so the Medwitch kind of like starts to open her up a little bit mm-hmm. and she sees it and she's like, yeah, it is, it is worse mm-hmm. than I thought it was. Um, but they're kind of like talking for a minute and she's like, she brings up Bryce's tattoo. 
and it's the through love all is possible tattoo yep. and she makes a comment about how bryce and hunt have such a powerful bond mm-hmm. and you're like "Ooh, what is she was she hinting at sensing there because like obviously that tattoo is not for hunt but she right. kind of assumed that but it's like hmm mm-hmm. what's being sensed there uh, but the witch asks Hunt if the halo hurts him. And mm-hmm. I'm curious, or I'm, I, yeah, curious why she's curious. Right. About this. Like, mm-hmm. that feels like kind of heavy, like, casual conversation. Right. It's not small talk. Yeah. Um, but he says no. Um, and he kind of jokingly talks about asking her to take it off. And then she asks if he would go after those that did it to him. Um, and he doesn't respond, but she can definitely see like the yes in his eyes. And I'm kind of like, did you want him to say yes or did you want him to say no? Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure. She like doesn't respond. Right. I was kind of like, it's just an interesting question when we get no glimpse into her why or yep. her expectation. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. She just says, she goes very well, line your back, Miss Quinlan. Yeah. And then we're going after this venom oh man it sounds terrible it's just really bad yeah so bryce is trying to take those deep breaths and mm-hmm. hunt is just there for her so there for her his his hands are holding hers he's like soothing her and saying nice things trying to get her to like stay calm but like it is so painful what she's going through like blinding mm-hmm. she almost said like the like the witch said something along the lines of like it'll almost try to like get you to make me stop right like that's how bad it was right yeah um but oh, in the moment hunt says sweetheart i've got you and it's like he'd never said sweetheart in that way before and i was just like stop it was so sweet i know generally i know we're not fans of sweetheart but i just i loved it this is a different kind of sweetheart i know and um, then he kisses her. The yes. lightest, sweetest, most tender kiss. I love it. I just put like, eek, what? Ah! Yes. Like, it, it says, a star bloomed inside her at that kiss. A long, slumbering light began to fill her chest, her veins. Oh. It's so sweet. Ugh, but then she gets it out and the pain is like instantly gone. Yeah, which is crazy. I know. But Okay. The venom is out and it's wriggling around like a worm. It's the, wild. So like I picture in my head, I have no idea how accurate this is or if anybody else pictures this, but um, you know, uh, what's the villain Venom in Spider-Man? Uh-huh. How he has those like black webs that he shoots out almost. Yep. I picture it looking like, like that. that and it like yeah. wriggling. That's what I picture. Yeah. I the see ven- that. The venom looking like. Ugh. Uh, but she puts it into like a glass jar and seals it and she was able to like. Basically, her magic is what stabilized it to get it out of Bryce and to put it into this jar. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she is going to test the venom with her magic, like antidote to kind of, you know, figure out if it works. Um, and it does, or it seems to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she wants to keep testing it so that because she, she's basically the stabilizer right now. And right. her goal is to like remove herself from the equation and just mm-hmm. stabilize it on its own. Um so she tells Bryce, like, I'll send you a vial when I figure it out. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, cool souvenir. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but at the end of this, it says, um, it, it has, Bryce realized she had absolutely no idea what to do next. Mm-hmm. And I think that's such an interesting way to end this chapter because it's like, well, what is the next step? What's coming? I don't know. How do we go from here? Yeah. 
we find out next week. Yeah. <laughs> um, what did you guys think? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just, this whole set of chapters was, it was a lot for it sure. Was. Um, it gets worse next week. I know. <laughs> I know. So what are we reading next week? Um, we're going to be doing chapters 62 through 67. So just a reminder, I wanted to let everybody know that is a member of our Patreon at the fam level membership. Um, our book club is this weekend. We are Woo! doing the Serpent and the Wings of Night, right? Yeah. The more I say it, the easier it gets. Yeah, it's easier. Okay. Serpent and the Wings of Night. So um, we are super excited. Just wanted to do a little shout out reminder. And if you are super fast at reading and want to read this book this week, please feel free to Join sign us. up for our Patreon fam membership and you can participate as well. Yep, and we'll talk to y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls, a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and let us know what you think. Check out our Patreon for more ways to support and connect with us for as low as $1 a month. You can also find us on Instagram at, at fairies and fangirls. Jump in on the conversation and we look forward to chatting with you more next week. Bye. Bye.